Dedication is the hour and the hours of our time and the energy we put in when nobody is watching. Dedication is like climbing a mountain with all your skills in discipline, hard work, persistence, and power. When we reach the peak after all the obstacles, the breakdowns, and the breakthrough, that feeling of achievement is how we dedicate in reaching our goal of self-improvement in the season of growth through our soul. Good afternoon to my fellow journey, journeymen and the Grateful Gardener. Welcome to Day 63, the Law of Applied Effort and Responsibility. The Law of Applied Effort states that any worthwhile achievement is the direct result of effort that you put into it. This can be hard work, energy exerted, energy expenditure, and working smart. Using the conscious effort and applying the equation of power in day 65 in the laws of power, in this case, power is work in applied effort times the time in the time it takes for us to achieve our goals. In the laws of applied effort in this episode is the time devoted to the study of self-awareness by understanding how your conscious mind is at work. We do this by continuing to learn, to ask questions, to find answers by looking at different perspectives. You take the information from each episode. You use the ideas that would first fits best for your own self-belief and what information resonates and what doesn't. It's up to you and it's your responsibility to take it, to practice it, to apply it in, in an effort in your practical skills to make your life a little bit better. Let's go to the park and play the seesaw with this idea. In physics, when we talk about effort, we think of a fulcrum and how to balance on both ends of the seesaw. One end being effort and the other is the load. Let's imagine that you're playing on the seesaw with your child. In one end you are sitting on, you are the end that's the load. Or the skills that you want to attain or the things that you want to pursue. On the other end of the seesaw is your child or the effort it takes to balance out the load on the seesaw. Think of your child as a researcher who is trying to put in the effort, the work, or the energy expenditure on the empty seat on the opposite of the load. How much work in applied effort does it take for your child to put in to balance the load where you are not hanging up in the air or sitting on the ground? As a child with curiosity, what type of effort does he have to use to balance the load? Let's put an empty bucket on the other end. Now have your child find things or ways or different effort that he can use to make the load, which is you, and the empty bucket equal. 
how many scoops of sand does it take to put in the bucket to make it equal. So the law of applied effort would use both types of cognitive and physical effort. Cognitive effort is the right place to perform the right action. By analyzing using strategies in learning a new skill or using the natural common sense and implement a familiar skills that are taught or search to find what is easy to solve the problem and have to reevaluate and what is the right choice or not. As a child, he can say he's getting tired of scooping all the sand in the bucket. Maybe he could use his creative mind. Well, why don't I use a bigger shovel to get more sand in the bucket? That way it will be faster. Well, why don't I use rocks to put it in the bucket to make the weight heavier so it would balance out quicker? On the other hand, is a physical effort that the child has to also implement. That's using the physical activity to move the action from start to finish. And this can measure, be measured in pace. How fast can I get this done? What are the numbers of action that it takes me to put in in the effort to make it more meaningful? Because your child is able to think with different strategies, maybe he'll decide to sit on the end of the same as the bucket to get the load to balance out. This is an example of him using a physical strategy to reach the final solution, which is to balance out the seesaw between the load and the effort exerted. There is also the law of least effort also comes into play at once the participant or the child who is seeking a solution or a goal. To balance out the load of the seesaw or how much of an applied effort does it take, the law of the least effort states that in part of the process from conscious thinking it moves into unconscious thinking in taking a path of least resistance doing the least amount of work to make the action happen. The basic human tendency is to choose a course of action that requires the less and the smallest amount of effort or energy expenditure over short period of time. Efficiency is reached when your child have mastered the basic skills and knowing by memory and can do it physically without much thought. After many trials and errors and failure, you come to the point where repeated action over time will be more effective and efficient. This leads to the success over tasks is over time is measured in excellence. So Malcolm Gladwell, who wrote the book called The Outlier, said it best. When it comes to success, real made success, there's no such thing as luck. There's only such thing as someone who came out from nowhere. The people you see who comes from nowhere rise to the top. They came from somewhere. Their rise took years. It took effort, work, energy, time, dedication, and perseverance. The, um, the 10,000 hours rule says that if you want to master a skill or a sport, 
You have to consistently put in an effort to create a pattern to gain the expertise and that magical formula is 10,000 hours in order to reach mastery. Can you master your own life now? The law of responsibility is that you are completely and solely responsible for everything that you are. Everything you have or don't have, everything you achieve and where you are at the present state for everything that you have become. Nothing can be held accountable for both good and bad in our life. Responsible is being accountable in carrying out the duty of a life well lived. We do not get to take greater responsibility if we do not take care of our own needs first. Our emotions, our mind, our thoughts, our actions, and our behavior are the bodies that we need to take care of and love. When we take care of ourselves first, then we will have the energy to put in the effort in taking care of others. We are responsible for our own destiny and we do not have the right to carry someone else's burden or pain because this will prevent them from their growth. When we understand this law of responsibility, we can no longer blame or project our feelings onto other. However, it is time to grow into spiritually and be accountable to take control for the lessons and the blessings of our lives at this present moment. I know that most of us are taught by these laws when we were growing up and sometimes these laws are known as common sense. Lately, I feel some senses are not so common or virtuous. So I'm taking these few days to go over the universal laws and how to show what it's like to be human. What, you, what we should do when our mind is both in our heads and in our heart. And it's up to us to take responsibility of who we are about to become by looking at the present and assessing the past memories and then see where we belong in the future. And the best is yet to be. Have a great evening. Talk to you soon on the next topic of Law of Compensation.